Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Football season can get a little hectic from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com slash Texas football. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit vcrnow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program that's, you know, going to tough it out, do two shows in a row this week. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the manager. <laughs> You'll be with Mallory tomorrow. I won't be here. <laughs> oh, wait. That's right. You're not going to be here Yeah, tomorrow. I know. I've got to leave at like 11. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you get pickle for one episode. You get me for two. Uh, my name is Greg Tupper. You can hear Mallory's take on New York tomorrow. <laughs> I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football a Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending a part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or it's just the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there at the helm today making us sound good uh oh my gosh hold on uh she is uh are you looking up the area code for new york she is miss 212 oh yeah (laughs) she's ashley pickle hi friends that just tells you like two i'm sure i'm sure people are screaming at me like of course it's 212 you dummy like or whatever the no idea but i can tell you that beaumont is 803 you know (laughs) whatever Uh, i don't yeah i lubbock is 803 i don't know like new york always seems fun and i have friends who live in new york and they say it's great Mm -hmm. and i'm just like that's cool 
I love to visit. Absolutely love to visit. Could not live there. Doesn't Mallory and I talked about that too because they were telling us on some of the tours like how much some of those like the brownstones mm-hmm. or like the actual oh, yeah. townhouses go for and it's like if I ever had that kind of money I would way rather go to Malibu and live on the beach or go to have a summer house in the Hamptons or God knows where there's so much other stuff that I would rather do with that money than living in like this yeah. little townhome just because I say yeah. I live in New York I'd just rather have like big house with pool and like with pool and putt putt like away from people yes exactly Did you guys play putt putt in new york city okay so we wanted to <laughs> so bad Wait. i found some it was freezing because it was on a rooftop oh. bar and there was putt putt and that's specifically why i chose that hotel because of the how... putt putt and it ended up being far too cold outside i love I, I just love the idea i don't know this is just me <laughs> i love the idea of like two young women <laughs> who are at the bar alone, yes. right? Because this was not with significant no. others. No. This is just girls' trip. Girls' trip. Two young women at 20s. a bar alone <laughs> and like these dudes, like these D-bag dudes from New York who's like, oh, hey, like check out, like there are those girls over there. And they're like, do you guys have any putters? Do <laughs> you guys have any putters? Literally, we got up and like there were people around the bar and stuff and there were some guys that were definitely like, oh, what are they up to? And I was like, you want to go check out the putt-putt? And Mallory's like, duh. Yeah, how much does it cost you? the pop uh, yeah <laughs> that's but that's like very us <laughs> uh that rocks uh today is thursday it's january 11th 2024 it's two 322 days until thanksgiving happy birthday to let's see do you have a friend who was born today because according to the I internet i don't think so according to the internet Today is the birthday of Her Highness Mary J. Blige. Oh, nice. She's 54. Uh, Today is also the birthday of Um, nobody else who's important. Yeah, no. At least nobody else that I recognize. I'm getting real old. It's episode one. Oh, it's Alexander Hamilton's birthday. Happy Mm -hmm. birthday to uh, episode 1,715. On today's show, folks, uh, there's been a lot of just coaching news that we haven't really touched on because of just we're still in that weird in between postseason like college football season is now officially over right um we're still in that weird in between so we haven't really talked with coaching changes all that much and furthermore especially in the high school ranks because it's a realignment year realignment coming february 1st mm-hmm. um because it's a realignment year the coaching carousel in high school football in a realignment year doesn't really get ramped up until after realignment comes out Mm -hmm. just because I think there's just a lot more the incentives change right at that moment and so as a result we are going to take a look at all of the coaching changes that we've missed over the past year uh really uh in the college ranks and in the high school ranks as well we want to we're going to touch on all those things because there's big doings in both sectors so we're going to be this is a coaching change show uh do we first four through the door we sure do it was gus garza watching from edinburgh shout out rg um jersey number 69 ed mcelroy and joey hill welcome in fellas welcome in friends we do appreciate you spending a little bit of your day with us let's get into it we're going to start uh in in the college ranks and and i think we we would be remiss (laughs) if we did not talk about the biggest coaching change and first and what that means for all of the ripple effects moving forward. I'm, of course, talking about the fact that Snyder defensive coordinator Tanner Mann is the new head coach at ERA. Whoa! This is... 
Hot off the press. Good news. I got an ESPN notification about that yesterday. That's the only Tanner, coaching change Tanner I got Man, an ESPN notification about. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. That's something we need on our app. Yep. Is like coaching change. Is like coaching drops. changes, and especially at places like Era. Mm-hmm. Like I absolutely want a push alert. Congratulations to Coach Mann <laughs> taking over for uh, for Terry Felderhoff. Uh, I absolutely want a push alert for when Era hires a new when a step bomb comes down. But anyway, um, congratulations to Coach Mann. Let's talk about what came down yesterday in the college football ranks, which is that Nicholas Saban, the longtime head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, has announced that he is retiring. He is no longer going to be uh, the head coach at Alabama. Um, And that is obviously big news just because of the stature that he has within the sport. Mm -hmm. There's a guy who won seven national championships, six of them in Alabama, uh, turned Alabama into, like, it's it's important to remember and, and really I'm doing some math on you. You like now you were a college football nerd growing up. Yeah. Like you were into college football and stuff. Yeah. So there's probably a time that you remember where Alabama wasn't like a super powerhouse. I mean, that get, it gets kind of hard because, like, my first, obviously, I remember, like, the Texas championship in 2015 and stuff, or 2015, in 2005. Yeah. But that was really, like, if it was outside of the scope of people that Texas was playing, yeah. I don't remember it super well. And right. then my ne- my first real huge memory of Alabama is the championship in 2009. Do you, so, let me ask you a question. So, do you know who the head coach before Nick Saban was? No, I don't. It was Mike Shula. Yeah, no idea. Mike Shula was the head coach at uh, at Alabama back in 2006. Nick Saban took over in 2007. And it's important to remember that, like, before that time, before from, from 2006 until you get back to, like, the Bear Bryant era, so mm-hmm. from, let's call it 1980 until 2006, Alabama... It would probably be on par with like an Ole Miss. Yeah. They weren't bad. No. They weren't bad, but they were just kind of there. Yeah. They would have a 10 win season every once in a while, but they'd also lay an egg. Like they would be a program that was, that would have a year every once in a while. Seven and five. That feels like a Florida or Miami. Like that feels like another good comparison. They won a national championship in like in 92 with, uh, with Gene Stallings, but like they were not what you think of with Alabama. Yeah. Like, of like, oh, you're the dominant force. You're the final boss in college football. Yes, and they have been, I think that you could say, for the past five or six years. Oh. If not even longer you go back. than that. Um, let's put it this way. He won their first, they won a BCS National Championship in 2009. Mm-hmm. Okay. They beat Texas. In 2009. Since then... And since 2008, I'll go back to a second year there where they went 12-2 and two and they lost the Sugar Bowl. Since then, they have never won fewer than 10 games. Like, they are... You could set your watch to them. Mm-hmm. They are the dominant force in college football. Hard stop. Not That's not an opinion. Like, that's just the facts. And the fact that Nick Saban is, is stepping down is going to have massive ripple effects. Mm-hmm. Now, you're probably wondering... Doesn't that croissant say Texas football today? And the answer is yes. It does say Texas football today. So let's talk about some um, potential impact on the state of Texas. Obviously, this changes what the SEC looks like, Mm -hmm. which is important for Texas A&M and for Texas. Mm -hmm. 
also, hey, uh, Pickle, just a quick quick question. Who, mm-hmm. Who's the head coach of the University of Texas Longhorn? Uh, Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian. Ashley Pickle, you're a college football expert. Mm-hmm. Do you know what his job was immediately prior to being the head coach of Texas? Uh, the offensive coordinator at Alabama under Nick Saban. Interesting. So he has ties to Alabama. In fact, you can make an argument that he was the coordinator of their most prolific offense. Yes, absolutely. Um, that was the year. Was that Tua's last year? Mm-hmm. It was Tua's last year. Uh, that yeah, because they won in George. That I, that was one was in Atlanta, I think. Yeah, I would need to look it up. But they were. But Steve Sarkeesian has ties to Texas. <laughs> We were on the plane yesterday. I had my phone on airplane mode when that news broke. So when we land in Dallas, I like get a notification that says Nick Saban is retiring. And I was like, holy cow, I hit Mallory. And I said, look at this. And literally the first thing out of my mouth was Texas fans are about to be on edge. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, Sark. And she goes, oh, that's a great point. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So here's the and, and here's the funny thing. OK, I, I, I want to. um one thing that I started looking at is like, oh, well, like certainly, certainly like they're not going to like they'll be able to, to match any sort of um, any sort of you know the money that that they want. Pickle, do you do you know how much money um, how much uh, Steve Sarkeesian makes at uh, I actually don't. I don't know the exact dollar amount. Steve Sarkeesian makes uh, seven million dollars a year okay. to be the head coach at texas and you're thinking well that's a pretty penny i would do that job for half and and yeah i, I certainly wouldn't pickle that would in last year's sec that would rank i believe 11th in the sec wow i didn't realize that here are some coaches who make more than him okay Kirby Smart, duh. Nick yeah. Saban, duh. duh. Yes. Brian Kelly. Okay, let's cross those off. <laughs> Lane Kiffin. Okay. Jimbo Fisher, obviously. Eli Drinkwitz. Really? Mark Stoops. Any of these guys really, like, strike you as... All I'm here to say. All I'm here to say. If you want to argue, obviously, the first three that you said, yes. The rest of them, no. All I'm here to tell you, okay... This is this is my only point here. Do I think Steve Sarkeesian is going to leave for Alabama? No, probably not. I don't think so either. Do I think yesterday was a good day to be Steve Sarkeesian's agent? Absolutely, because he's instantly, I guarantee you, if they haven't already met about contract negotiation with what's-his-face from Texas, mm-hmm. then like it, there's no way he's not in that office today. Oh, he's getting a raise. Yes. There's a lot of coaches who are going to get a raise out of this. I think Dan Landing at Oregon's going to get a raise out of this. Yep. I think uh, Steve Sarkeesian's going to get a raise out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I think that Texas is going to be looking for a new head coach because Steve Sarkeesian's going to leave for Alabama? No, I do not. I don't. I don't think, like, Alabama is one of those jobs that maybe you would leave Texas to go be the head coach at, mm-hmm. but I don't think that Steve Sarkeesian would leave Texas right now to go. No, to because it. I don't think he wants to be the person that follows Nick right. Saban either. That be, is difficult. No, you don't want to be. You want to be the guy after the guy after. Yes. You don't want to be the guy after. Yes. You um, want someone to go fizzle out in three years absolutely. and then you bring him back. That's absolutely. what you want. That's your dream. So that is something to keep an eye on. I don't think it'll matter, but you never know.
Speaking of which, speaking of other coaching news uh, across the state, uh, G.J. Kinney got a contract extension through mm-hmm. 2028 and a nice little raise uh, as well. We've got the uh, we've got the he's now got a million dollar base salary there at Texas State. I would say that that is uh, that is well earned. Um, there has been a lot of maneuvering in the small in the the call it the non-fbs ranks and Corey hogue has been all over it um braxton harris is leaving has left houston christian to become the next head coach at campbell the campbell camels um they have gone and they have hired um they have they've hired uh the the longtime defensive coordinator uh from uh houston or uh Houston christian's name zach wilkerson to be uh to be their i'm sorry to be their defensive coordinator um tell this right yeah, Jesse, uh, is that right? He was so, yeah, he was the defense coordinator at Harden-Simmons. But uh, I believe Houston Christian is still looking for, or no, they've named Jason Bachtel as their next head coach. I had that confused. Howard Payne, he's, he's leaving Howard Payne to go be the next head coach at Houston Christian. I had that confused. Um, so Houston Christian does have a new head coach. There's also a lot of maneuvering. Texas A&M's uh, Clint Dolzell is going to take over as their offensive coordinator. He's going to call plays next year, which is of note. Uh, Texas is, uh, for all the things that Texas is is trying to hold on to, including Quinn Ewers, who announced he is coming back today, um, they lost their defensive line coach in Bo Davis. He's going to LSU. But one of the, one of the I, I would say that the most interesting story in college football coaching right now, mm-hmm. more... Uh, this is hard to say. Yeah, more interesting than than Nick Saban retiring. Uh, to a certain subset, I'll say messier. Yes, I would say from an interest level, it's very interesting. I don't think nationally it's being recognized. Are y'all paying attention to what's going on at Texas Southern? So Texas Southern is looking for a new head coach. Now there was this has been a story that Corey Hogue has been all over Mm -hmm. he has eaten slept and drank this texas southern story go back to november and there was there was there were leaks that clarence mckinney was going to be let go but then tsu comes out and they deny the report and they say absolutely not absolutely not and a week later his contract wasn't renewed (laughs) so watch what they do don't listen to what they say yep um, his his contract was set to expire, and he he left. Um, there's then a lot of jockeying and positioning, and some names that come up about guys that could be the next head coach at Texas Southern. One of them is Andre Johnson, the Texans wide receiver, One, former Texan wide receiver. Could be uh, Brett Maxey, uh, the for, the Colorado defensive back coach, uh, Mickey Joseph, who who was a former coach uh, there at Nebraska. Um, and so then. December 15th comes along. And all of this is following, at this point, all this is following a relatively normal coaching search thing. Mm -hmm. December 15th rolls around, and they call a special meeting to appoint and negotiate an employment contract for a new head football coach. It sounds like it's going to be Fred McNair. Fred McNair was the head coach at Alcorn State. They're going to go and poach a SWAC rival to be the next head coach at Texas Southern. And all of this is very boring. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I don't mean boring. I mean normal. Yes. Par for the course. The meeting is called, but 
they couldn't reach a quorum. Now, for those who don't know, quorum means you have to have X number of members of the boards of regent there to hold it. You can't have a party if there's only a couple of people there. You have to have enough people to vote. They can't have a quorum. They call another virtual meeting four days later, but no decision is reached. Two members apparently disagreed and wanted Andre Johnson to be the head coach. So then Alcorn State says they can't reach a new contract, a uh, contract with Fred McNair, and the Braves promote their defensive coordinator to be like, all right, we're promoting him. That's our new head coach, Cedric Thomas. That's it. We're done. We're done. We're done with Fred McNair. We couldn't reach a contract negotiation. He's in this weird thing with Texas Southern, so bye. They remove themselves from the situation. December 28th. December 28th, okay? Now, a month and a half afterwards, they go and they call another meeting and once again can't come to a conclusion. They can't hire somebody. So, and they're saying, now there's still rumblings that it could be Fred McNair at the end of this. But we are now at January 11th. It has been two months almost. And they cannot find, they cannot agree on a coach. Now, there have been some interesting names that have rolled around. Mm -hmm. Heinz Ward is being tossed around as potentially the next head coach of the Texas Southern Tigers. Fred McNair is still in the mix. Andre Johnson apparently still in the mix. That's crazy. Honestly, but the like, dysfunction at Texas Southern is shocking. Yeah. It's an amazing story that I feel like not enough people are paying attention to. Corey Hogue has been all over it on TexasFootball.com. Honestly, like you start to get into the dangerous territory the longer that that goes on of those guys going, if you don't want me oh. and you can't agree on me, then I don't want to be there. No, this is going to this like and you're going to lose every possible good candidate that you have. We talk about this with with high school jobs, too. Mm -hmm. Right. We talked. You know what we talked about? We talked about with Cedar Hill last year. Yep. Cedar Hill. That process went on and on and on. And sometimes a job, if it sits out in the sun too long. You start to wonder what's wrong with it. What? What's wrong with this? What's, what's wrong with this? And then suddenly people are not interested in it. And it's, it's one of those, it's one of those snowball effects. Right. Because you start to wonder with the people who are making those decisions, is this someone I could actually work with? What's is this someone that can be my employer? You know, do, like. Do I want this person to be my boss? Yep. And so at Texas Southern, it is a mess. But of course, Corey Hogue will have you covered every step of the way at TexasFootball.com. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to run through some of the big high school football coaching changes, including a, a reigning state championship program is open right now. But first, a word from these goods and services. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. 
Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Wing is the largest residential drone delivery provider in the world. Delivering to your home in less than 30 minutes. Order using an app just like other popular delivery services and Wing's automated drone takes care of the rest. Fast, safe, and sustainable, and it's now delivering to parts of Dallas Fort Worth, Texas. You can learn more at wing.com slash Texas football. Again, that's wing.com slash Texas football. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Back here on Texas Football Today, we are running through some of the coaching changes that have happened across the state of Texas uh, over the past, like, I don't know, month or so. Uh, the coaching change carousel is starting to spin. Of course, Matt Stepp has got you covered every step of the way at TexasFootball.com. Uh, but there's a few that we uh, should probably talk about. One of them, we're going to go 6A to 2A. Okay, we'll go 6A, 6A to small school. Some of them we knew, right? Our friend... Terry Crawford mm-hmm. is done at Abbott. He's announced like a year ago he was gonna this is gonna be his last year. Um, McKinney is open. Our friend Marcus Shavers uh, has stepped down after uh, let's see six seasons at McKinney. Went thirty seven and thirty one, uh, nine and three overall. Um, you may remember that he was off the sideline for a couple of games this week or this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not know. I don't have f- confirmation as to whether or not this is related to that. I know he was he was reinstated and was back on the sideline coaching. Right. Yeah, he coached um, for the remainder of the year. My this is well do I think I feel I know. I feel I feel like probably that situation probably gave him a, a reason to say, you know what? maybe I should just leave. I don't know if this is the right environment for me. Mm-hmm. I think that that may be something like that. So uh, Mark, uh, McKinney is open. Marcus Shavers uh, has has stepped down. Um, interesting move here in kind of San Antonio, Central Texas area. Uh, New Braunfels is open. Glenn Mangold has stepped down after, uh, I believe, 12 seasons with the Unicorns. 11 seasons with the Unicorns. Uh, he is retiring from public school football and is going to be the new head coach of the buttons of san antonio central catholic how about that it's going to go take over in the private scorings so this is not uh congratulations to coach mangle congratulations to, to the buttons are getting a, a, a heck of a football coach this is not entirely un 
like unusual. Coach Mangold, with the way that um, teaching works in this, because remember, to be a football coach in Texas at uh, UIL school, you have to be a full-time educator. Mm -hmm. So Coach Mangold has been a full-time educator for quite a while. Uh, with the way that the pension works, in my, from what I understand, you get to a certain number of years. Mm -hmm. After that, you've got full your full pension. Yep. Obviously, Coach Mangold still wants to coach, so he's going to be able to go and kind of double dip. You can claim retirement from the absolutely. He can claim retirement from the TRS, TRS, and TRS, and then also make and a also paycheck just from keep a getting a paycheck. Private so school. makes a lot of sense to me. Congratulations, to Coach Mangold. Congratulations, yep. San Antonio Central Catholic. As uh, New Braunfels will be looking for a new head coach. Uh, Richmond George Ranch is looking for a head coach. Nick Cavallo has stepped down after six seasons. He was uh, to take over at Katie Morton Ranch. Katie Morton Ranch uh, came open when uh, Ron Counter got reassigned within KDIS. And uh, George Ranch, uh, Nick Cavallo, is going to take over there. He's been there for six seasons, uh, going 34 and 30 in that span, including 9 and 3 uh, this past year. St. Angelo Central is open. Kevin Crane is, is taking on a different role after three seasons there at St. Angelo Central. That is going to be a um, that is going to be a heavily sought after job. Yes. St. Angelo Central is I know that they have not been like big state ranked program for for a minute but if you're out in that, the neck of the woods that's a big that is hit. a legacy program mm -hmm. with a lot of history beautiful stadium a lot going for it. a lot of expectations mm -hmm. a lot Loyal of expectations but that's a little southwest conference job that's coming up mm -hmm. that is that is that is the equivalent of like an sec job opening up mm -hmm. i don't care if they haven't been good recently you're in the right league yep so keep an eye on that one that's keeping uh something we're, we're now kind of moving into uh retirements uh les goad has retired at uh, buta hayes uh, after a long time he had 28 seasons uh there uh, he's been at, at hayes for for quite a while he led geronimo navarro to a state semifinal appearance in 2016 and led hayes to semifinal appearance in 2020 people forget that because 2020 was such a like a wild i game. don't forget that i was at that game hayes was yeah hayes made 70 to seven against katie 14, I think it was. <laughs> uh, but they made it to a state semifinal coach goad uh had spent 28 seasons as a head coach he was a head coach at nazareth too the how about that how about that uh anyway congratulations to coach goad on his retirement uh edinburgh vale has come open as john campbell has retired there at edinburgh vale he spent 20 years as a head coach uh did great things at edinburgh vale kind of getting that program off the ground uh but john campbell has announced his retirement after uh, at, uh from there uh elsewhere across the state of texas uh we mentioned that uh, we might have mentioned this uh speaking of friends of dave campbell's texas football lubbock coronado's come up and dj mann has stepped down after three seasons at his alma mater um led to a district championship in 2021 in an area round playoff appearance uh went two and eight this year uh i this is i will editorialize here uh i am i am it is it is sad to me that that didn't work Yep. It's sad to me that that didn't work. Especially at his alma mater. Absolutely. Um, That's sad, that sad to me personally that that didn't work. But um, I know that he's going to be a guy who's going to be uh, heavily sought after yes. uh, in both the high school ranks and in the college ranks, in my in my uninformed opinion. Um, elsewhere across the state, uh, Corsicana is open. Eric Sardinia is out after just two seasons. 
there. Two dis- uh, two uh, 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 tough years. Remember, he was at Dangerfield before that. Yeah, Corsican is having a lot of turnover after um, what's his face finally left. Hal Watson was yeah. there for, mm-hmm. for, for a for handful a of years. Yeah. Uh, but now they've they've got another uh, turnover. They're looking for a new head coach. Eric Sardinia is out after two seasons. Uh, elsewhere across the state, this is a big one. Lovejoy is open, and yes. it's, uh, this is a nice crossover because Lovejoy is open because Chris Ross, who went forty-five and nine in four seasons there with three regional final appearances, but just couldn't get over that South Oak Cliff hump. Um, Chris Ross is leaving to become the new offensive coordinator at Stephen F. Austin. Yep. Um, he's going to go out there to SFA to be the new offensive coordinator for Coach Colby Carthel and company. He's going to have a fun time with Cannon Lindbergh being uh, on his team. <laughs> SFA, well, he's used to having big-time receivers. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've certainly had that. But Chris Ross is leaving to become the new head, or new offensive coordinator rather, at Stephen F. Austin. Uh, that opens up a an attractive job in the DFW Metroplex there in Lovejoy. So keep an eye on that one. Speaking of retirements, uh, Jack Alvarez has retired uh, after 26 years as a head coach, uh, most recently at Marshall. People probably know him as the head coach at uh, at Ennis, at Copper's Cove, at Cuero. He took Ennis at 2014 state championship, coaching a pair of title games at Kirbyville. Uh, great dude. Wish Jack Alvarez the best. Uh, an all-time great guy. Uh, immediately, immediately, uh, they promoted uh, Jason Hammett who is their uh, their top assistant there at Marshall. Uh, that's a guy who was the... This this was like a... This, I, th- I don't know if this was a one press release thing, but like it may as well have been a one end, press release yeah. thing. This was grand opening, grand closing for that job opening. Um, but they promoted Jason Hammett. Now, he was he does have two years as a head coach. He was at Copper's Cove for, for a mm-hmm. pair of years. Uh, down in the, uh, the, the Golden Triangle, um, Port Nature's Groves is still celebrating their state championship. Across town... Uh, different story there for Nederland. Nederland is new, looking for a new head coach, uh, as uh, as Coach Monty Barrow is re- is has announced his retirement. He was uh, he spent 26 years as an as uh, at Nederland uh, as an assistant coach and a head coach. Uh, they went 10 and two back in 2018. Uh, coach Barrow is retiring uh, there at at Nederland. Elsewhere across the state of Texas. What else is hopping out here? You can go on texasfootball.com for all these coaching changes. Burnett is looking for a new head coach. Brian Wooden has resigned after three seasons, 15 and 17 during his three years. Uh, went eight and four this year, a nice year, but Brian Wood has uh, announced his res- resignation there at Burnett. My phone was blowing up after that one. Yeah, I'm sure down that part of the world. Though. I was six and a say, they're like, who do you think it's going to be? <laughs> uh, Marble Falls. Uh, this is the other one this that my phone was blowing up about. <laughs> Marble Falls, Brian Herman stepped down after five seasons. Uh, he took him to a regional semifinal in 2021 uh they have at, they have hired uh vandergrift assistant carrie timmerman to be their uh their next head coach coach timmerman does have a head coaching experience he was the head coach at lake worth uh in a previous life but uh, he takes over a marble falls program uh, i think that's a, a good get a kick in the rear end but yeah that you know talk about a guy who knows knows his and way it's around crazy because anyone that knows from down there like the thought of burnett and marble falls both going into a year with a new head coach hasn't happened in forever yeah. that's like that's yeah. big stuff those down are, there. Those are two of the big programs that people talk about mm-hmm. down there in that neck of the woods. Down uh, the, Trisha Pickle, down the, yeah, alma mater the, 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 of the, the Marble Falls Mustangs. Yeah, the Trisha Pickle, um, the, the Trisha Pickle Memorial uh, High School. <laughs> I was gonna say like that's the, the that's the Trisha Pickle zone. Yes, exactly. Mean, the, the region. Navasota is looking for a new head coach. Casey Dacus uh, is is stepping down after six seasons. Um, He's an alum, which is interesting. Um, but he he steps down after six seasons. Went thirty six and thirty one overall. They never really reached those kind of heights that they did when they were winning state championships back in the earlier part of the last decade. But Casey Dacus has stepped down at after uh, some years there at at Navasota. Uh, Lance Angel 
uh, has retired uh, at Palestine. He was head coach at Cooper, Canton, and Palestine. He was also the office, uh, the athletic director at Brian ISD for a couple of years. Uh, but Lance Angel has announced his retirement as well. What else is going on here? Graham. Mm-hmm. Big doings at Graham. Uh, Kenny Davidson is retiring. This came out right after state championships. Um, Kenny Davidson is retiring. Uh, he In 14 years, he won 130 and 46, took him to a state semifinal five times. Five times. Defensive coordinator for five years before them. Um, that's big doings. That's a big job. It's a big job. Big hole, big hole to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not comparing Kenny Davidson to Nick Saban. I am not. What I am saying is that in Graham, Texas, being the guy who follows the guy is a hard job. Yep. The hard job. So Graham is coming open. That'll be one to, to keep an eye on. Maynard New Tech is open. How about that? The fighting schmales. Uh Quincy Williams uh, has uh, announced his retirement before the end of the season. Led them to the t- playoffs back in 2020. Uh, another big retirement. Here's a name. Tom Westerberg has retired. Yeah. Tom Westerberg, uh, most known as being Kyler Murray's coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Allen, uh, led them to four straight state championships. Uh, he spent two seasons as head coach at his alma mater at Salado. Uh, he has decided to retire. Mm-hmm. He's going to retire. I would imagine he's got a house down there, and he oh, may just yeah. stick around. around. <laughs> you're probably yep. in Salado. You're pro- it's probably not the last you've seen of Tom Westerberg. No, no, no. I guess. Uh, but we, uh, Coach Tom Westerberg's always been uh, great to us here. Dave Campbell's. We and he, he knew he knew going into that 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 was going to be his last stop. I, I remember him telling yeah. us like he was like I don't know how long yeah. I'll keep going, but I do know that this is going to be my last stop because he was at Barber's Hill for a little while before yeah. then. Mm-hmm. He left Allen to go to Barber's Hill, and then Barber's Hill. But he was the AD at Barber's Hill. Mm-hmm. came out of AD to go in mm-hmm. back into being a head coach because yes. he he hired Carl Absec down at uh, mm-hmm. Barbers Hill. Uh, Sunnyvale is open. Our friend John Settle has retired. John Settle, after 21 years, uh, including the last 13 years at Sunnyvale, has announced his retirement. Uh, congratulations to him on, a, on, a, on an outstanding career. Uh, Liberty Ilo. This is a big doings. Liberty Ilo in Texarkana uh, will have a new coach. Dawoski Davis is out after four seasons, and they have hired... Tyler Legacy Offensive Coordinator Brad Willard. That name may ring a bell yep. because he, he was, was Mount Vernon. He was the head coach at Mount Vernon when they were really cooking uh, the past couple of years. Uh, but he became the offensive coordinator for Tyler Legacy for a year and now is back in the head coaching game as the head coach at Liberty Ilo. Keep an eye on that Have one. We asked our friend Hudson Standish how he is he excited? I don't know. That's Liberty. Oh. Is yeah, that Liberty the, Hill. Yeah, Panthers. It's not Frisco Liberty. They're both Panthers, to be fair. And it's not not Ilu. They're the Eagles. It's not is there another school. They're just it's just Liberty, not Liberty. Yeah. Anyway, Jefferson. Speaking of, speaking of East Texas, Antoine Jimerson steps down after nine seasons, two really good years, including back in 2018. Uh, they have prom- uh, they have hired Texarkana Pleasant Grove co-defensive coordinator Ty Taylor to be their next head coach. Uh, Ty Taylor is a guy that uh, that I know that Coach Josh Gibson is crazy about there, and uh, and he's excited for him to get a, 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 an opportunity there in Jefferson, uh, as Jefferson will have a new head coach in Ty Taylor. Elsewhere across the state of Texas, let's see, East Bernard. East Bernard is open. Wade Bossy has announced he is stepping down after eight seasons. There went 77 and 23. Alumni of the state semifinals back to back years in 2018 and 2019. But East Bernard is a big opening there. Uh, I think the question there is going to be uh, wherefore art thou slot T? Mm-hmm. Do they continue to run the slot T down there at East Bernard? We'll keep an eye on that one. Elsewhere, 
Um, Paul Pewitt is open again. Now, this is, and I'm not trying to pick on anybody. Mm-hmm. I want to be... I won't be cute. I won't be clear about this. This is going to be there because, well, let me let me finish the story here. Cedric Dorsey has resigned after three seasons. He did lay in the playoffs in 2021 and 2022. Here's the thing: whoever gets hired will be their fifth head coach since 2015. Yep, when... Um, was, oh, so they had Ryan the Gentry year. for three years. Then Tristan Abram came in, took him to a state championship game. Coach of the year. Coach of the year. Richard Strickland was there for one year, mm-hmm. and now Cedric Dorsey has been there for three. It's a lot of turnover. Yeah, especially from a team that literally paid in a state championship a handful of years ago. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. But, uh, but that's another uh, job that's open there out east. Is Paul Pewitt has come open. Speaking of out east, uh, Greg Pearson. You may remember, this is a, this is an, an, an interesting situation. Greg Pearson, back in 20, early 2022, came out of retirement uh, to take over as the head coach at Wascom. Uh, after two seasons, he's going back into retirement. Congratulations, Coach Pearson, coming out of retirement and now uh, back into uh, retirement. Bosqueville has come open. Clint Zander has resigned after 16 seasons at Bosqueville. Uh, went 110 and 78, led uh, to a regional final back in 2013, four regional semifinal appearances. But Bosqueville is looking for a first new head coach for the first time in more than a decade as Clint Zander uh, has, uh, has stepped down as a head coach. Elsewhere, oh, here's probably the, the two biggest ones in the two A ranks. In the two A ranks, um, you, uh, we're, we're talking about two teams. So, do you remember what the state championship game was for two A Division One? Um, two A Division One was oh goodness gracious, Timpson. Yep. And another team, pre team snakes, Toller. Right. Timpson and Toller. What if I were to tell you both of them are going to have new head coaches next year? Yeah. Uh, both are open. Kerry Thurwanger has retired at Timpson. Uh, he led them to a state championship this past year and then announced his retirement pretty qu- pretty quickly after that. 183 and 75. Led Lovelady to a state semifinal three times and then Timpson to a state semifinal three times in addition to the state championship. We certainly wish Coach Thurwanger the best. Um, and, and yeah, so he is uh, he's going out on top. Smart man. Going out on top. I always respect when coaches do that after a long really successful career Check. when Got you finally get the state championship adios i respect it absolutely respect it on the other side too toller is looking for a new head coach jeremy mullins is leaving to after seven seasons did great work obviously game of the state championship game um it went uh went 72 and 32 in seven years there uh he is going to take over as the new head coach at Eagle Mountain High School, which is going to open in uh, this August. Eagle Mountain High School in Saginaw area. He is going to take over there. Uh, that's a four A. They're going to be a four A Division two. We th- we think we presume they're going to be four A Division two uh, when realignment comes out in about a month. Um, but he will be taking over that program there. So the Snake Farm there at Toller is looking for a new head coach as Jeremy Mullins is leaving. And then finally, I want to mention this one. Uh, Tenahaw is uh, has a new head coach. Terry. Ward, who is in his t- second stint there as 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 head coach, um, is is leaving after two really good years there. Um, they have promoted their assistant coach Marlon Birdsong to be their head coach. 
there's nothing in, in, interesting about that. Uh, you know, normal kind of stuff, assistant coach being promoted to head coach. Except here's another thing, and it's classic 2A stuff. Marlon Birdsong, also the principal. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, buddy. In our bag. That rocks. Absolutely. Congratulations to Marlon Birdsong, uh, the new head coach of the Tenaha Tigers, uh, as uh, moving from assistant coach principal to head coach. And I presume principal. That's interesting. I, uh, I, I don't know if you can be. That's a lot of work. I don't know if you can be principal and head coach. Assistant and it principal happens, I'll tell you okay. what, that happens in, in six, man. Yeah, okay, that's a little bit different. There are at least a little bit more students in a 2A school. There may be even some situations where it's like superintendent. Yeah, well, uh, Lorena's coach went from assistant, he was the offensive line coach and the principal to now just straight up head coach. Yeah, that's true. After uh, Ray Biles retired. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So So. I think head coach is when you got to, you got to take I the would principal love hat do, off. No, I'd love to do. I'd love for him to do the do it. Like asking and like somebody gets sent to your office and you just have them do up downs. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Anyway, <laughs> that sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen nowadays. Well, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> we'll have all the coaching changes for you at TexasFootball.com. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. You're just hitting it and quitting it. Yeah, here, get, you're not back till Tuesday. That is correct. Yeah, Monday is a holiday, so I guess that's a good thing to say. Uh, one, I do want to say that all our coaching changes are sponsored by the North Texas Helpful Honda Dealers. Thanks, so North shout Texas out, because since I won't be here for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday tomorrow, shout out Honda. We love you. Um, and you can go ahead and go. If you miss any of those or any more popping up, make sure to check Steps Twitter and our website because they will all be on there. Um, but, yes, scheduling note, Monday is MLK Day, so we will not be having a show as we are off yes. that day. So, so we're doing that. But um, Mallory will be here tomorrow. So, so keep an eye on all that. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow. Well, I will on Texas Football Time.